get my nom, nom, nom on with the my top chicks and we will eat on, eat on the weekly dish. show you know I'm somewhat obsessed with like camper vans I actually have this idea that someday I'll trick out a camper van and head on out on the open road but in the meantime this is our second van trip the first one that we took was I guess about eight months ago Um, we went to the Grand Canyon Bryce Canyon uh, we went to Monument Valley we went to Antelope Canyon and did a hiking trip where we had rented a minivan And this year, we did something similar. Um, We started out in Las Vegas, and we rented a van that's a little bit larger than a minivan. I guess it's technically a passenger van. And it's got a queen-size bed in the back. It has a little table, and it has the kitchen fully sort of functional when you open up the back van doors. So we have had a combination van trip, hotel trip, as we hurtled along California. Our idea was we wanted to start um, in Las Vegas, pick up the van, and then the first place we stopped was Death Valley. And Death Valley is kind of hard to describe. It is the most spare, desolate place I've ever been, but the rock formations were incredibly cool. Um, You would go for just miles and see nothing, see no one, And when we finally got to um, a place where we were going to hike, we hiked down, I think it was about a two and a half mile hike, just down into a very um, desolate canyon. And then it kind of went back up and there was a beautiful ridge that we saw. On the way to Death Valley, we passed by this place called Armagosa Opera House, which there was apparently a lot of famous Westerns that were filmed there. So that was kind of cool. The hike we took was called the Badlands, and again, it was very desolate, but just beautiful rock formations. Um, from there, we spent the night in Death Valley. It was Halloween night, which I thought was pretty fun. I carved a pumpkin. We had a fire. We made some risotto with some sausage and met some really nice people that camped next to us. They were Germans that had their kids out for two weeks touring America in another RV. It's very interesting who you meet in RV parks, by the way. The other people on the other side of us, he was a retired Secret Service agent who had been uh, with Walter Mondale and had been um, working for the federal government and in Washington for nine years. So that was a, a fun guy to meet, too. From there, the next day, we drove, we drove through Death Valley. We saw the Joshua trees, which are sort of the hairy cactuses that I'd never seen before. We stopped at a place called Manzanar, and that was a really interesting stop. That is where the United States had interned 
about 10,000 Japanese uh, citizens. The two-thirds of them were American citizens at the time that they were interned during World War II, and they kept them in, some would say, concentration camps. They um, were housed there. There were 10,000 people that were housed in this particular place that we saw. They had a post office, a school, a library, gardens, a hospital. It was a pretty interesting place to see and to see where they had made their homes. Um, From there, we kept traveling on, and we went to Yosemite, which, wow, all I can tell you about Yosemite is it was the most amazing park I've ever been in. I loved it so much. I wished I'd had probably one more day there. While we were there, the first hike we did, we hiked to something called the Vernal Falls, and then you see this beautiful waterfall, and then you hike up even farther to Nevada Falls. It was like a, a eight-mile hike total from hiking up and down and getting back to the car, and mostly uphill. But once we got to the top, it was so beautiful. So that was really fun. And on the way on that hike, we saw a mother bear and two bear cubs. And I learned they were kind of brown in color, and so I thought they were brown bears. But no, all of the bears in California are called black bears, even if they're brown. They can be white, they can be different shades of brown, but they're all black bears. So that was our first bear sighting. And then the next day in Yosemite, we went to a place um, called the Mariposa Grove, and there we saw the giant sequoia trees. And as we're rounding the corner, I run into another bear. This one was a little larger and felt um, it felt a little scarier because it was just Kurt and I on this trail. There weren't any other people. And we watched the bear kind of going through the forest and then jumping on logs. So it was pretty cool to actually see him um, foraging for food. And then we ended up seeing another bear on the way back down from a vista that we had climbed up to. We stayed at the Yosemite Lodge, the famous lodge. Um, that they have there. And we ate dinner in the dining room. It was uh, really a gorgeous dining room. It's all timbers, beautiful windows. I would say the food was fine. Um, you know, it was, my husband had rack of lamb and that looked really good. I can't even remember what I had. It was something sort of nondescript. Um, but it was a good time to stay at the lodge. Uh, the next night we actually stayed in Yosemite again, but further into the park on the south side at a place called Wawona. And we did the hike into the big trees. And then we stayed at what I can only call is like a dirty dancing resort. It was Big Trees Lodge. It was a $200 a night resort, so it wasn't cheap. But they, you were in a room and then you had like a shared bathroom. It was a really old lodge. And they didn't have internet service, which was kind of funny. They had it in like one room and it barely worked. So you were forced to kind of check out for a couple days, which was nice. We played cards. There was a piano player. We sat in front of the fire. Um, We talked to some other people that were at the lodge. And we ate there both nights. Uh, One night having a delicious um, uh, fried chicken, which had honey on it and biscuits and mashed potatoes. So that was kind of fun. The one thing about California that I don't love is they put the calorie counts on all your food. So I wanted to order prime rib, but I couldn't because it was like 1,400 calories. And the fried chicken I ordered, but then I split it with Kurt. So even though it said 1,200 calories on the menu, I felt like I was justifying my my decision. Um, 
everywhere in California, it shows the calorie counts. Um, let's see. From there, we went to a place um, called Fish Camp. We had a drink there. And then we kind of moved on, and we went to visit Kurt's sister, who lives in San Ramon. We had lunch, and we started driving down uh, into Monterey Bay, where we stopped, and there were tons of seals, which was fun. We camped out in that area, and we got to see a lot of the agriculture that is out here. And it's weird. You see just like these expanses of deserts with these golden grass, which is apparently why they call California the golden state. And then you come up to the agricultural part of uh, the town and it's full of Brussels sprouts and strawberries and fields for miles of lettuce and everything is being irrigated. I really got a sense of what it means to worry about water here. And they talk about the drought a lot. There has apparently been a five-year drought that was broken uh, last year, you may remember, where there was a ton of rain and then they had the mudslides. So they had drought, then the mudslides, and then drought again. And you just get a sense of a lot of our produce and a lot of our vegetables are grown out in California, and you get a sense of how important water is to them. Beautiful sunsets as we drove along um highway one we left sunset state beach south campground where we camped overnight um that was a good night camping again we had risotto because that's what we bought and it was a quiet campground so that was nice we took a walk on a place uh moonstone beach uh in the morning and we saw what we thought were bear tracks we really looked hard and it looks like the bear that was there was going kind of from kelp mound to kelp mound looking for dead crustaceans Apparently bears eat like uh, 4,000 to 20,000 calories a day. And it's like grubs and um, roots and things that they find in the forest. But if they can get to cheaper sources of food, they load up on them. And of course, why wouldn't you if you didn't have to work so hard? Um, Let's see. So we went to Fisherman's Wharf while we were there. Then we went to the 17-mile drive, and this is a place where you spend $10 to drive through these exclusive neighborhoods, but you end up in Pebble Beach, and you drive along the oceanfront, and it is just spectacularly beautiful. We ended up at Pebble Beach Golf Course. We stopped. We had a beer. We saw the 18th hole, the 17th hole. It was pretty crazy. Oh, and everywhere you go in California, you smell weed. Whether it's like at Pebble Beach, the table next to us, we're smoking weed because it's legal here. And in when you're driving, you're driving down the road, the guy in the truck next to you, you can smell it coming out of the car. That's been uh, kind of a funny thing to just be so exposed to pot in a way that we're not used to at home. Um, we then stopped uh, after Pebble Beach. We stopped in um, Carmel, California, where uh, Clint Eastwood was the mayor. And we had uh, lunch there, we had some oysters, and we had some clam chowder and some lobster bisque, which was very tasty. And then just going along Highway 1, it's 100 miles driving along Highway 1. What you don't realize is it's through the mountains, so we're in this van, so Kurt really had to focus and concentrate because there's a lot of hairpin turns. And you're just driving along these gigantic uh, vistas of the ocean. It's beautiful. There are lots of cutouts so you can stop and look. Uh, The one place that we didn't go, which I feel a little bad about because we didn't have time, was Big Sur, which looked great. 
Um, Big Sur looks like kind of a hippie commune, but there's lots of places for camping, lots of little lodges, and it's right along Highway 1 there, so it looked really fun. And we just kept driving, and we stopped and looked at, again, more seals. The elephant seals are along Highway 1, and it's apparently a breeding ground there. So we stopped and saw them, and then we got to where we were spending the night, which was Ocean Point Ranch Hotel, and that was in a place called Cambria, California. We stopped and had dinner at an old lodge. It was awesome. I had a ravioli with a butternut squash cream sauce, which is like one of my favorite things in the world with the filet. We talked to our neighbors at the table next to us. We played some cards and then continued on into um, Ventura, California, and we went to the Hearst Mansion. Actually, it wasn't that would be Santa Barbara where we were. Um, we went to the Hearst Mansion, and I loved that we were there on Election Day. Apparently, he was a big Democrat. He was the wealthiest man in the world, um, certainly one of the wealthiest men that had ever happened in the United States. And he built his fortune on the newspaper and publishing business, which I've been in most of my life. So that was really fun. We got to see the opulent house that he worked on for 28 years. And it's on a gigantic ranch. Like the ranch is 300 miles. And so you're just driving along this beautiful road with the ocean on one side and this ranch on the other. It is a working ranch. They have 2,000 heads of cattle. They produce grass-fed beef that you can buy. Hearst beef, it's called. Also on the ranch, they still have, um, we were driving and I saw zebras, which I thought I wasn't seeing correctly, but they were indeed zebras. He used to have a big zoo and the zebras uh, and some of the other animals have survived there through the generations of reproduction, I guess. Um, We went into the castle. We got to see the great room where he entertained a lot of his guests. It was all set. uh, The table was set. They used what they called their camping dishes because before they built this opulent mansion, they had camped out on the ranch for like 30-some years. Uh, Apparently, William Randolph Hearst loves ketchup. It was his favorite condiment, so they had that on the table, which was somewhat funny. And then he also had paper napkins that were embossed with uh, his initials. His mom had died of a communicable disease, so he was apparently very germ-sensitive and always was washing his hands and making sure that he wasn't spreading any germs. And when guests came, they were all very germ conscious. So that was fun just to see the paper napkins and the setup that they had in their uh, dining room. They mostly had like just beautiful Roman art. They had alfrescos or frescoes that were embroidered that were from Italy. They had tile everywhere. They had this beautiful pool that had gold leaf tiles on the bottom. Uh, the gardens were spectacular. They had a, an indoor pool that was all these beautiful mosaic tiles and then uh, Italian sculptures throughout. In the dining room, for instance, the ceiling was a boxed ceiling with wood, but it was all hand-painted. It was just, it was super spectacular, very incredible, beautiful place to see. And it was just fun to learn about the Hearst family. Uh, They had five children. William Randolph Hearst did with his wife, who he never divorced, though they lived apart. And he had many girlfriends that were movie star type folks. So, like, they showed us a silent movie at the end of the family. And, like, Charlie Chaplin was there. And Marion Davies was William Randolph Hearst's girlfriend. And you could see in this pool that they had outside 
uh, that was a fish, uh, fish pond, basically. They had a little ramp that was a wooden ramp for one of the dachshunds that was Marion Davies and William Randolph Hertz because they were afraid the dog was going to jump into the pond and not be able to get out. So that was pretty funny. Um, it was just, that was a great visit. Really enjoyed it. I'd highly recommend it. And from there, we went on to Santa Barbara. Oh, and on the way, we crossed through a Danish town. I'm Danish, so that was fun. Danish bakery, seeing a place where you could look up your family crest. That was a place called Solvang, California. There are a lot of vineyards in the area. That is where Sideways was filmed. And people were coming into the town and going into the tasting rooms. So there was lots of wine tastings. And there was a great brewery there. So we had lunch there, and then we uh, went on to Santa Barbara, and we were supposed to camp out another night, but we decided we really wanted to watch the election returns, <laughs> so we got a room. It ended up to be a nice room, and we went, uh, walked along the Santa Barbara Pier and stopped at a place called Brophy Brothers and had super delicious clam fries, uh, clams casino, and steamed shrimp, a couple beers, and then went back to our room and watched the election returns. And today is our final day. We are driving six hours back to Las Vegas. We'll stay the night there, bring the van uh, back in the morning, and head home. So it's been a great trip. I'd highly recommend it. The weather was spectacular in Yosemite. We maybe just hit it just right. It was like 72 degrees in the heat of the day, but then we'd get down to 40 at night. Um, I had all the right clothes. I had a winter jacket, but I also have shorts and a t-shirt. And we've just had a really great time. We did see someone climbing El Capitan in Yosemite. We got a chance to talk to the climber's mom. He was a 37-year-old executive that works for a climbing company. I've not seen that movie, I think, called uh, Solo, a Solo Climb, and I need to watch it. Apparently, there's a guy that can climb that in a day and just free climbs it, and apparently he's amazing. What we were watching was a group of climbers they haul up their equipment behind them and they actually have a shelf that they attach to the rocks and they spend the night on this sheer cliff sleeping because it can't be done by them in one day. Apparently that's really unusual that someone climbs it in one day. So that was just pretty fun to talk to her and talk about the training that her son had done. Um, it's pretty amazing to think about rock climbing and hauling your own butt up with your own hands and your own just sheer force of will up the side of a rock. I don't think I'm ever going to have the opportunity to do that. It was just, it was crazy. Um, they really are amazing uh, people to watch do that. And if you get a chance to go to Yosemite, I just, I loved it. I thought it was super great. I'd like to spend more time there. The park was just beautiful and there's all kinds of hikes, all different levels. If that's on your bucket list, I would definitely recommend it. It was a highlight for us here on this trip. And that is it. Like I said, we're heading back today. Uh, Going to hit Las Vegas and bring the van back and head on back to the Twin Cities. I will see you on the radio show on Saturday. Bye-bye.